Hello, people of the internet. My name is Isaiah. And my name is Matt. And this is episode 68, pre-episode 69 of the Mildly <laughs> Ignorant Podcast. The one before 69. Oh, yeah. The one before 69. That's Matt's favorite position. Mildly Ignorant Broadcast. Hello. Broadcast? <laughs> yeah. Because it's the end of the world and we're broadcasting to you live. This is the 1940s broadcast. Hello, everybody. Tune in to Ringer, Swingers, and Dingers in the <laughs> 1940s. <laughs> yeah, because there would be a, a broadcast about clearly gay innuendos in the 1940s. You never know. People were gay. People were secret gay, and that was more fun. Didn't but also it? more terrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's fun until you get caught, and it's not so fun. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but although you you get your special little club, you had to like say passwords to get into clubs. Speakeasies, hell yeah, bro! <laughs> you got your little secret hideout, the gay hideout. Yeah, man, gay hideout, and you know what? Jazz music. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay, like the aesthetic of. Well, I guess the was the wait. I'm thinking of the 20s because the 40s was like Depression era, wasn't it? Uh, Great Depression. Well, right after, because that would be World War Two. Right. Yeah. World War II era, like coming back from World War II. Yeah. The 50s, the swing in the 50s. <laughs> Diners, drive-ins, and hate crimes. <laughs> oh, you're going to say, and fucking. <laughs> and fucking. Because <laughs> everything has to end with fucking. <laughs> trucking, oh, yeah, dining. Sucking and fucking. <laughs> trucking, sucking. In fucking. the 50s. And swinging. Both, ti- uh, both kinds. Looking back at, I'm about to turn into an art gay for a good couple of minutes. I just like, um, I just hit my dab. That's weed speak. And, and I thought a, you said and, you hit the dab. I'm like, hello, is this? <laughs> I just hit calling? the dub. Brother. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, the the aesthetic of like Americana throughout the ages really is kind of iconic. Uh, uh, like. Think of the the twenties, like flappers and shit like that, and then you've got your fifties, like the the diners, the like. You're saying we had culture. Kind of. It's like <laughs> it's like yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I just think that's like kind of like white culture in general is like it diners. <laughs> pre- it presents very well, but like as soon as you begin to peel back like any of the polish, it is just like r- completely rotted underneath. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Well, like, I mean, the you 80s. Could that, you could say that it's almost part of the culture. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it definitely is. Like, if you think of Rotten the 80s, underneath. like, you think of, like, disco, hippies, free peace movement, Reagan, AIDS pants. crisis. Like, it just... I, Americans be suffering. <laughs> aesthetically. Aesthetically. No, because even still, like, as a queer person, I know it's tragic, and it is, like with a heavy heart that I say that like so many gay people died and didn't make it because of AIDS and how like they were treated. But also just like looking back now, it's like there were people fighting like the big fucking quilt. Like it's, I don't want to glamorize the suffering, but it's like, it was a time when people were speaking out and people were like caring for something. I don't know. Is it weird to look back at like big protests like that and think like, 
maybe there's a glint of hope it there. Like, no. I'm not trying to glamorize it, but I'm trying to see it for the see, like they had the condition be, of human. They had to do something useful back then because they didn't have Twitter. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> and now we have Twitter, so we don't need to do useful things anymore like that. We can just complain about each other and quick quote retweeted or quick retweeted or whatever. Let's go on that rant again. Oh yeah. Speaking of art, though, since you you kind of brought this up to me, you want to bring up the whole ordeal with the AI art that happened this week? Something I, happened. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I didn't the, actually like read the, the full details. Yeah, there's like a buzzword but, for it now. Oh, um, like, fuck. What is it? Uh, AI artists are like want to call themselves like curators or something. It starts with a C. I know that. Yeah, it does start with a C. I'm pretty sure. I have no idea. You sent it to me, and I did. I, I know. I can't find it. We talk so much. I also sent you a video of a moose shedding its antlers. <laughs> Shitting? Shedding! You don't even watch what I send you! <laughs> oh, yeah. R slash art banned all the AI art as well. Oh, yeah. That was a while ago. That was a while ago, yeah. Actually, no. They were... Re- like they were doubling down on supporting AI art, so I guess they started like they started banning people now for it. Oh, okay, opposite. Okay, yeah, because a bunch of artists were speaking out saying like, "Oh, I posted my art on AI," and then uh, they were like, "Oh, this isn't good enough," or like something like that. Or fake whatever. art. we upset, bitch. but then yeah, and then people were like uploading AI, and it's just like, "Oh, hey, you can clearly see someone's like water tag, like, water tag, um, watermark, watermark." In there, or I was oh, gonna say like synthographers tag. or syntho- synthographers. Synth- yes. What the fuck, what are they? Synthographers. Yeah, that's what they want to call themselves. So uh, stupid. AI uh, is just a joke. This is this is the new trend of this is like the new NFT. Like when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretentious people yeah. or people that are so full of themselves that want to give themselves <laughs> a quirky title that think they've just revolutionized like something, and yeah. they really haven't. They literally just like the backbone of somebody else's work and they're taking credit for it that's exactly <laughs> what it is it's like white culture <laughs> we're circling back <laughs> it all comes back to um, america oh i was gonna say like wait until ai advances like musically in a musical sense like people are gonna start like hello musically <laughs> no not like that pre-tiktok tiktok app like, <laughs> people are gonna feel like i fed this like ai generator every taylor swift song and it's gonna like generate not just lyrics but like melody that like taylor swift would use that's not like, hard no i know but i'm telling you that's what's gonna <laughs> like that's what's gonna happen next yeah it's like and then a bunch of like i mean chat AI, gbt can do that oh i know my boss was talking about it my boss was like gave us the 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 link to it or whatever and was just like yeah ask it like like how to download and install python and like it's straight up like you asked it a question and it would give you like and it knows how to correct all your code too in every any language it wasn't always accurate like especially like yeah yeah. if there's a specific context towards things but like my boss was showing us like it gave the instructions on like how to install python or whatever it was like yeah this is fucking cool but also terrifying we talked about it on the pod, not on the pod, but I think I, uh, I talked to you a little bit about it. Like a YouTuber I watched made, made it write a Kotaku article. 
about Metroid oh, yeah, Prime yeah, yeah. being being sexist and blaming yeah. on Elon Musk, and then they wrote a, wrote a perfect article somehow yeah. linking Elon Musk to Metroid Prime. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm just thinking like the next thing is going to be music, and it's going to blow up on TikTok. It's going to be like I fed, like I fed this uh, AI generator like every number one song from the 2000s, and then people are going to like release those as like their music type of thing yeah or and it's gonna cause all sorts of fucking issues legally i feel like yeah true legally there's lots of issues but i think also if they ever get to that point where they make ai music the memes they could do with that kind of stuff <laughs> like with ar ai art and like chat gpt are limited you can't really do memes with that but like yeah ai music <laughs> you could really make some stupid fucking songs with that if yeah. you really wanted to like I like I uploaded every Britney Spears song and every I don't know like horror movie soundtrack, and then you just get like <laughs> the most insane like synth pop murder Britney hit mashup. Uh, Someone should patent that. Someone who's a lot smarter than me should do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like the what's the meme I sent the meme <coughs> you're talking about Taylor Swift the meme I sent you like yesterday whatever like her songs. Her song like "Shake It Off," and like how it it's sang by someone that clearly can't get over anything that's happened in her life. Oh yeah, <laughs> you ask the AI to make a Taylor Swift song where she actually gets over something in her life, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, I wonder comes back nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder if you doesn't could work. ask it for the lyrics to a song. I wonder what it would do. Oh, that's easy. It'll just yeah, it'll spit it out. It's just the internet. You yeah. can go on the internet and just look it up. Yeah, true. It's not that hard. But then, again, like, adding... Because even Siri and stuff like that can do that, I'm pretty sure. True, true. It's not a really hard thing to pull up lyrics. Get a computer to pull up lyrics. I've been seeing a meme circulate lately from... um, Well, it's basically just a screen cap from the movie Charlie's Angels. uh, Like, the 2000s. Yeah. And it's it's basically, like, guys, you're never going to believe what, like, the main, uh, like, point of this movie is. And it's basically about, like... Uh, this device that lets people track people by f- like phone and it's like if this gets out it could be like the most like terrible thing to happen to society and it's like wow we currently live in that society as we speak <laughs> you know what society we also live in matt yeah this is a segue here you ready for it we yeah. live in a society where Joker. velma exists oh my god i wish we didn't <laughs> And a society where season two of Elma will exist. Oh, that it's so so upsetting. Okay, so, I remember. Oh, I was just gonna say, Matt and I did a very brave thing the other day. We yeah. we, we deserve to be uh, compensated for our time, mm-hmm. and also commemorated for our time uh, by some form of government for watching this. But uh, we did the unthinkable. We watched the show, the first episode Listen. of Elma. Okay, to preface this, they announced that Velma was getting her own series. Awesome. It was written by Mindy Kaling. Um, okay. Not Mindy awesome. Kaling is then revealed to like start liking comments that are very transphobic from JK Rowling. Suddenly everybody's like, Is Mindy Kaling a fucking turf? <laughs> it turns out the answer is yes. And then Mindy Kaling releases Velma and 
everybody fucking hates this show with good reason. Yeah, the this show is pretty fucking bad, let's be honest. Let's put it out here. Um it definitely deserves the 1.3 rating on uh IMDb. The show's fucking hot garbage from start to finish. Deadass, I wouldn't even give it one star. If I could <laughs> give it less than one star on any rating system, I would. I like it, is... it, it was completely dog shit. It uh is hot. I don't garbage. know if you noticed, but like Scooby-Doo isn't even in it. Yeah, first Scooby-Doo of all. isn't in it. Sh- Shaggy technically isn't in it. His uh, alter you... ego is in it. What Mr. the fuck you mean? Shaggy's real name is Norville Rogers. <laughs> yeah, but it's not Shaggy, though. Oh, I guess this is prequel. This is, a, this is technically a prequel, so maybe he, he develops the Shaggy name later on in this he, timeline. He develops the Shaggy. <laughs> I, I won't know because I'm not going to watch the rest of it. I gave it <laughs> its 25-minute runtime. I really Literally. I really want Warner Bros. to come out and say this is canon. Oh, my God. The uproar <laughs> that would cause would be hilarious. Literally every second line is a self-referential quip or like fourth like, wall breaking, I guess. Like fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Meta humor or like a specific reference to something that is no longer relevant. AKA <laughs> all of Mindy Kaling's career and everything <laughs> she writes. Um, or it's like this weird kind of like gotcha aha moment of like, it's trying to be Th- Tumblr is, and Twitter humor, but it's, it doesn't. This fails. is a really woke joke, except it's not. It's like oh, they're um, just, it's just flat out like like not. I wouldn't say racist, but it's it borders on racism and sometimes. Yeah, it's like taking. Jokes. It's like Velma's East Asian. Wow, the whole point of that is to have like people who are racist go like get up in flames about it because like the characters aren't the fucking characters in the first place, like. If you, like, they're wearing their clothes, but that's it. Hello. Uh, like they all act out of character. None of them get along, and none of no, not a single character on that show is remotely likable. Like, I mean, I really I, would Fred, man. He has a small wiener. <laughs> like that. That's the butt of a joke that like Fred has a baby dick. And, like, and no, no hair on his legs. I thought we were like past this kind of like stupid humor it's very like it's very harley quinn except those characters are still remotely likable and are actually acting in character because it's like in velma each of the characters they're not their in, like incarnations from any previous version of scooby-doo so like who are think, these people i think the closest character is like norville and even den not really and that's a stretch but like, none of the characters really. It's just hold really on, hold, bad. hold on for a second though. I I looked up Velma and then this popped up. Conspiracy theorists surround Scooby Doo spinoff Velma and call it quote leftists. Leftists are claiming it was a right wing psyop. I mean, I would believe that at this point. <laughs> it's a right wing psyop. <laughs> but no, you're watching it and you're like, who is this for? Because it's not for children. Obviously, it's an adult fucking series. But it's not for Scooby-Doo fans because none of the characters get along and there's no love. And like. And this is something so like this is something I leave. Yeah. Who, like it's, it's not for anyone. And this is the point I want to get to here. And the there's a video I was watching yesterday where the guy talks about it. This is the perfect, the most perfect example in the world of suits not giving a shit about the quality of the product. It's get, it got a second season because people hate watched it so much. Yeah. It won. You you, you made them win. 
This yeah. is ratings do not matter to these people in, in the offices at the high, like in these companies. They don't care about no. the ratings or the reviews or any of that shit. You clicked on it, you gave them the money. Season two's on its way. People are gonna hate watch it just as much, and they're they don't care at the end of the day. And that's unfortunately the way the entertainment industry is heading. Another example of that, and it's not it's not it's not getting flamed as much, but like. I'm sure you've known about like the Witcher controversy, right? With the uh, what's his face leaving, Henry Cavill. Yeah, and being yeah. replaced by uh, some dude that no one likes. Anyways, they made a origin sh- movie to it. Well, like an origin movie to the TV show, mm-hmm. The Witcher Blood Origin. That right now is sitting at thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes and four on IMDb. So it, it was also terrible. Apparently, people hated it. Like it completely retcons and ruins the whole games. Like it completely destroys the whole story of everything. Yeah, the characters don't act the same at all and have different like intentions and whatever. And people it's, shit yeah. on that. And people they don't care. Netflix doesn't care. People hate watched it. They clicked on it and now guess what? They're getting a third season and a fourth season and all that shit too. Yeah, like it. People need to learn to like stop watching something when it's bad. <laughs> yeah, because that's the only way people care is when you put your money care. where your mouth is. Yeah, yeah. It just. It's sad to see. Well, that they just don't I just give a don't shit. like. I don't. There's one one of the voice actresses that was working. I that I recognized. There were probably more. Knowing Mindy Kaling and her like cast of fucking cronies. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just hate that woman. Um, Hello. Why is someone credited as playing Scooby Doo in the Velma show? He might show up in a later episode. But Wanda Sykes is like a. Com- queer black comedian and she's on and i just like how can you go into the show and read the script and like agree with it and like work on something like that it's like (laughs) obviously nobody involved in the fucking cast loves scooby-doo because i just feel like it you're destroying that show's integrity like how yo weird weird owls i don't know weird owl jane lynch is in this hello Melissa Fumero, the girl from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Wanda Sykes. Wow. There is yeah. some big names. She's in she's one of the like she's one of the cops at the like within yeah, the first five yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't recognize the voice. Um Yeah. Oh, Lamont Rogers as well. Holy shit, they have some big names in this. Wait, fucking Constance Wu is Daphne? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Gary Cole. Weird and, like, out. I just don't understand because it's not good. And I've, like, ne- like usually when you see a bunch of names that you know, you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. But, like, to see them all on content that is just so fucking miserable and so derivative of original Scooby-Doo, I'm really going in today. I just really fucking hated Velma. It was terrible. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Did, what, is, there, is there a redeeming quality of this show? I can't even say the animation's that good. The animation is acceptable. It's it reminds me actually. It reminds me very much of like, do you remember those shows that would be on at like ten o'clock at night? They would be the like, adult swim shows. Shows exactly. Yeah, it has, like, a, it has an adult swim style to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think some of the, the like the, the animation isn't that good, but the stylized scenes like where she has like her little nightmares are pretty cool. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only redeeming quality of this show. <laughs> And, like, obviously I found myself laughing at some of the quips, but it's just, like, it's low-hanging fruit. So, of course, you're going to laugh sometimes. 
I was more laughing at like the absurdity of what's happening. I felt like there was so much shit going on at once. Like it, it doesn't stop for a second to breathe. I find yeah. Like the scene that I still remember is like her like stepmom or whatever, like getting naked in the kitchen or whatever. Yeah, and taking pictures and like, like out of nowhere, she's pregnant. Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. So like I blank like for this... one second and I'm like, what is going on now? <laughs> she's like completely naked and pregnant, which is like I don't know. Is that supposed to be funny? Like our women flaunting their bodies and sexuality is that a joke is that the butt of the joke like i don't i don't understand the point you're trying to make and then like she's pregnant so like pieces of baby start sticking out of her stomach in the most like grotesque body horror way Zination like style <laughs> exactly i'm saying like the like you know that take that's in comics when like a character is running and they're like they run face into a wall and like their face is pressed on the opposite yeah. side of the wall it's like yeah. it was like that but it's like a baby coming out of a pregnant woman it's like it's not it's not funny it's not sexy it's not like like what why why is she naked like why is this happening this isn't something that need needed to be animated it's stupid like mm-hmm. <sighs> i hated this show it was so bad <laughs> it was just so bad the pre- like I remember when it like the the premise was first announced of like you know Velma's getting her own spin-off like adult animated series. That sounds so fucking cool. And then it's like <laughs> the fucking monkey paw twisted and it's like no this is what you get. <laughs> uh, it's funny though because like uh, you can Silence. agree you can agree or disagree <laughs> yeah. with like because humor is subjective at the end of the day, and some people will hate The Office, but, like, she was a writer on The Office. I guess she didn't have much say over the what was happening in The Office, because The Office was an actual decent show. Like, it's not this, it's not Velma bad by any means, and she was a writer I on mean, that. I mean, the whole, like, cutouts from The Office of, like, characters speaking to the camera or, like, I mean, lots of it was improv, true. Too. No, exactly but like that holds up in a live action setting especially when um the office was uh, what the fuck what are those type of shows called where they take place in like one location uh i don't know but i know what you mean yeah yeah like it was bound to happen it's basically a cast of people fucking around right like that yeah. is fun a bunch of funny people doing funny things leads to a funny show just give it like a little bit of a premise some episodes may have like more story than others but like you're gonna have a good time when it comes to animation you are doing everything from scratch so your plot beginning middle to end setting characters background all of it needs to be thought out yeah it's 100 so scripted you, yeah yeah it's exactly it's 100 percent scripted like and this is what you fucking came up with? And we considered you a good writer on The Office? This is fucking garbage. You, it's garbage. It's trash. It's low-hanging fruit. It's You know what I terrible. think she did? I'm going to keep going on this conspiracy theory that <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be Scooby-Doo and that HBO slapped the Scooby-Doo thing onto her. I'm going to say that after that happened, Mindy was like, fuck this, I'm out. And she hired... A ten-year-old edge lord off the internet to write half these jokes. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It feels like <laughs> a ten-year-old edge lord that's on Reddit. Too long. <laughs> it feels like Rick and Morty humor, but even Rick and Morty is funnier than this shit. <laughs> I think 
I think the reason behind that is it's because the characters, like the characters of Rick and Morty, they're not lovable fucking figureheads from the 40s. Like you're taking a beloved series, like the like one of the most beloved to, like an- animated shows since. Wait, when? Why am I saying the 40s? I'm thinking when did Scooby Doo come out? Uh, the 70s, no, 60s. 69 something from yeah. the 60s yeah. so, sorry i keep saying 40s i'm like ragtag and jazz and good time is stuck in my head um a beloved series from the 60s and you're shitting all over it and you're mm-hmm. like you're dismantling everything that everybody loved about it and it's just like you couldn't just make your ugly ass fucking mess over in the corner where no one was gonna watch it you had to deface scooby-doo with it I'm, I'm done i can't talk about it anymore <laughs> like okay before before we move on disclaimer disclaimer <laughs> just because we said rick and morty's good does not mean we condone the actions of justin Roiland. okay oh yeah let's I didn't move even, on i think of that <laughs> because we're people, not talking about that today no no people <laughs> oh geez rick <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about a good show though yes as a palate cleanser we watched the first episode of the last of us right after velma and it was definitely a breath of fresh air on that evening of like infinitely better terrible shows <laughs> um yeah that first episode was uh pretty good it pretty good how about you Matt? you pretty good? i okay it's been years since i've played the game yeah same like, it's been years re- since i've done it remembering the like the show we just watched it last night i'm thinking like am i remembering the show or am i remembering the game <laughs> which i i kind of like i really like that right now mm-hmm. but the thing is like with that the game does take a while to build up i find like well yeah it's 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 definitely more of a character so, like, yeah nothing really happened this episode but also i already knew it was going to happen so am i biased i don't know I don't know. I feel I like still enough, like enough happened. Like if you were watching, if you watched the show without playing the game, you would like the first half was definitely a huge like setup, right? Yeah. Like it sets up the the characters' motivations, I guess. Of well, Joel's motivations, I guess. Well, he lo- loses his daughter, and then yeah, it sets up his relationship with uh, what's the fuck her name is? I'm blanking. What's her name? The, the Ellie, girl? Ellie, 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 Ellie. Yeah. Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. I kept thinking Sarah, but I'm like, no, that's her, that's his daughter, <laughs> his actual yeah, daughter, yeah, yeah, actual daughter. Yeah, I liked her. It was sad. I'm glad they went into the little bit of characterization with her that they did. Mm-hmm. And, and now I'm, we will see how well Bella Ramsey does. Is uh, I just I don't like her face. <laughs> Everyone hates on her fucking face. <laughs> and like, I that's such a terrible thing to say, but like, I, I don't know. The Last of Us was a very beautiful game, and like Pedro Pascal, Dilf is is in the realm of looking like Joel. Yeah, just a lot more. But his, then Hispanic Latino. Yeah, but like <laughs> but still, it fits. like it fits. Yes, it definitely fits. Yeah, it does fit. Bella Ramsey with her like dark hair and dark eyes and round features and just like big forehead. She just doesn't look like Ellie to me, and I feel bad saying that because like she's doing a good job performance-wise. She's acting just like her, and like it's believable. But I just like I don't know. I've already associated with how Ellie should look, kind of like a softer spunk, like not like she's a soft spunky redhead, but she looks like a fucking like twelve-year-old girl, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like 
Bella Ram. I'm just not I'm just, getting that. I'm just Bella trying to Ramsey. think who could they have cast. I don't think there is a, like a child actor out there that even resembles Ellie. I mean, like, I mean, you can always find but, something. Obviously, There's people come out of the woodworks all the time, but not anyone famous, <laughs> already famous that I can think of. Like Elliot Page was the splitting image of Ellie. Like pre-transition. True, 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 true. But like other than that, I don't know who. But I mean, it hire a new girl. I don't need to know the actress. I know, I know. As I said, it could be yeah. a complete nobody if they're good. Yeah. Up for the role. But yeah, I don't know. Because she, I'm liking her performance she, so far, though. She's doing oh, yeah. a good job. No, she's, she is doing a good job. And I really liked, I think her name's Marlene. I already forget. Uh, Who are you talking about? The, the the black girl who's like, can y'all hurry up? I'm bleeding out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Marlene, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really like her actress for some reason. Yeah. I'm the, excited for okay. the other sh- episodes to come, though. Oh, yeah. I Don't wonder how... Because, I mean, the episode was kind of a one-to-one retelling of the game. Oh, yeah. That's the one thing that all the, cr- the critics said was, like, this whole the whole game, the whole show is a, like a one-to-one, basically, and that's what yeah. they love so much about it. That's fucking awesome. But, like, based on, I don't know, I'm just excited, or I'm upset with episode one because not enough happened. I want more. So, I guess that's... Okay, like, well, they they can't put everything No, I know, in and there. I get, like, yeah, exactly. They can't really, they gotta make a TV show worth a TV show, but, like... Yeah, and I, just, I feel like they're going the same pace as the game did. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. an hour and a half, an hour and a half, yeah. Actually, to be honest, the first bit was probably a whole full hour of gameplay. Like, the first bit until Sarah dies. I'm pretty sure it was like a full hour. No. no? Full, full hour, dude? No. Like, was it not? 15 minutes. It was not that long. Oh, yeah, true. Because the first... I forgot about the first chunk that's not in the game. Is it the game? Yeah, there was like... No, there no, was like yeah, a... The whole somebody chunk. having a TED Talk at a university or something. Some sort of interview going on. Well, that part, yeah, yeah. But uh, seeing Sarah's life a little bit—that was was in the game. I forget. No, that was no, in yeah, the game. No. Yeah, doing some character building. But I'm I'm glad they added that. It felt like yeah, appropriate. Yeah, I, and I think God, you need to dock no, a point too because they they teased the Pedro Pascal shirt removal off camera. Oh, <laughs> I was so excited. So we were watching it together, and like. He spills food on his shirt or something, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Poppy, take it <laughs> off." And he goes to take it off, and then the scene just cuts away. That was he robbed. like changes his shirt off camera, and it it was like, "Come on, this is the first episode. <laughs> Give me something. Give me a little something, something. To keep me going, please." Truly robbed, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you could find a. He's like half shirtless, not really shirtless, but like. He doesn't button up his shirt in uh, Game of Thrones. I oh, I already have his feet pics, baby. <laughs> What's that website where you can get like celebrity feet pics on? Is it like Wiki Feet? <laughs> Wiki Feet, yeah. Gosh, Hell yeah! I got your feet pics, baby. Oh wait, he actually might go shirtless in like Narcos because I I watch the whole show, but I don't know this if he went shirtless. Narcos is the really was he good shirtless show. in Star Wars or whatever. Girl, he didn't even take the mask off in Star Wars <laughs> until the end. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a good show. I'm excited for episode two. 
way better than yeah. fucking I just, film. Though. I just feel like there's like not much to talk about because I mean it's an HBO show. All all, all HBO shows are like slow burn. Mm-hmm. But I mean the game is also a slow burn. Yeah. And I think it it pays off because of the slow burn. But uh God. fuck what was I going to say? Oh, that that intro, that very <laughs> Game of Thrones inspired intro. <gasps> oh yeah. Actually, look that clearly up. the same like crew worked on that. Like, I don't know if does HBO Studios like do, do they have their own studio that produces all their like in not in house but like their own properties? Not their own properties, but their like own shows. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I know Marvel has their own studio, but like does HBO? I'm assuming HBO must have because then that's like it's definitely the same person or pe- people that work yeah, on that same intro. Team. It's the same style as Game of Thrones and uh, House of Dragon or whatever. Speaking of, you, you haven't watched that one yet, huh? You haven't watched House no, of Dragon. No, I still, Dragon. I was going to. I've been so fucking busy. Gotta watch that show, man. I won't be when I, you know, quit my job. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. You're gonna have all the time in the world to watch House of the Dragon. It's a real good first season. But yeah. I'll binge it before the second season. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So... There was a comparison. Um, one of the houses that was like burning in the in the show. That literally yeah. happens in the game too at the beginning when like everything's oh, yeah, going yeah. to shit. Yeah. I, again, though, that's one thing. But I mean, that was like, I can't give it fault because it's following the game. But I just want a TV series where we get to see shit falling apart. That's why I fucking loved Black Summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, they kind of show it here in a quick way. Yeah, but then it jumps to 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, that's when the game took place, so I can't complain. I just love me some apocalypse content, you know? Like that starting, that start up. Yeah. Once the apocalypse is fully set in, then Matt's like, nope, not for me. I hate this. this not is boring interested. shit. Yeah. I, just I gotta survive? Uh-uh. <laughs> Click clack, baby. <laughs> I just want it to happen, then I'll kill myself. <laughs> exactly. Uh,. You mean I gotta find food? Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was good. Till next week, I guess. When we will come with our second review of the second episode. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, let's move on to another topic. This is the topic that I talked to you briefly about, like two minutes ago. Well, before the show, and you were like so confused. Yeah. So I I, I learned about this today live on another pod. Um. This is dating from a few weeks back when like the whole Twitter files thing came out. You might know. You know what I'm talking about. No, I have no idea. So the Twitter files was like a huge like leak of Twitter and people like basically doxing everyone that works at Twitter and part of it was also Elon Musk's fault. Like he he purposely like put out some files like to prove like that Twitter would be heading to open source or whatever, like as a like ploy, I guess, to show people that he's willing to like share like code or whatever. Yeah. And anyways <laughs> turns out their former head of trust and safety is a borderline pedophile to put it to put it lightly um yoel roth so you can look him up on twitter i guess but anyways just his tweets most of his tweets got taken down uh but the first tweet that really got people going was he made a statement saying that high school students can meaningfully consent to have sex with their teachers and then he he put a he put a link to a article where it was an 18 year old student having sex with the teacher and he said in that scenario it's it's fine because he's eight, the the student's 18 so he can consent 
No, even then, there's a, <laughs> like, balance of power in a fucking primary institution yeah. that makes it unacceptable. And anyways, he goes further, so Yoel Roth is uh, gay, and anyways, he made it, he's, he has a PhD in something, I'm assuming sociology or psychology or anyways like that, and anyways, in his, in his thesis, which, let me remind you, is peer-reviewed and approved by a thesis commu- committee, he... His whole thesis is dedicated to explaining why we should allow young teens on apps like Grindr and stuff like that. So, uh, I'm trying to find the actual like, quote here. You're not even teaching proper sex ed in school. Like, <laughs> why are you influencing children to be on sex act apps? Like, all right. So I'll I'll read the quote here. Um. The current generation of popular sites of gay network sociability might fit into an overall queer social landscape that increasingly includes individuals under the age of 18. Even with the service's extensive content management, Grindr may well be too lewd or too hookup oriented to be a safe and age-appropriate resource for teenagers. But the fact that people under 18 are on these services already indicates that we can't readily dismiss these platforms out of hand as loci for queer ew, youth ew, culture. Ew. Rather than merely trying to absolve themselves of legal responsibility, or worse, trying to drive out teenagers entirely, service providers should instead focus on crafting safety strategies that can accommodate a wide variety of use cases for platforms like Grindr, including possibly the role in safely connecting queer young adults. That's fucking gross. So, like, in and of itself, uh, like, I get it. Like, he's using the argument of, like, oh, yeah, kids are always going to find porn or whatever. They'll always find a way to do stuff online that they're not supposed to because kids are kids and they'll do anything. But, like... To go out of your way and say worst, the worst case scenario is the app driving teenagers out of the app. Well, yes, of course, that's that's not the worst case scenario. That's what they should be doing, is driving teenagers out of the app. It's, it's not meant for them, you know. It's opening a whole can of worms to like, like See, underage adults is, getting preyed on. <laughs> not adults, underage exactly. kids getting preyed on. Yeah. And tons of stuff like that. It's like if we lived in a fucking responsible world. But there's already, like, young gay kids are already vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And to just know that, like, no, to willingly put them in a, especially when it comes to sex. Like, like I said, like, Americans aren't even being taught fucking proper sex ed. And you're just going to, like, release them to the wolves. (laughs) Yeah. And this and is a full fucking it, thesis on this, dude. And it's not like Grinder is moderated in any way. It is like... Well, that's what he's calling for. He's calling for, like, moderation and safety measures. But, like, he says it himself. He's like... He, he makes the argument that kids are always going to find a way around it. Well, the kids are always going to find a way around these safety measures at the end of the day. Like, his own argument falls, like, flat, like, on itself, See, you know? that's, like, double dubious. It's implying that, like, the kids like don't know better but also implying that like people won't take advantage of them yeah because you know it's not like young like 18 year olds trying to hook up with like 19 20 year olds like it's gonna be those fucking people that you hook up with at three in the morning like those aren't the type of people you want your fucking kids around (laughs) yeah and i'm not saying like gay people are inherently bad i'm saying Grinder is a location where bad people group up. It just happens to be a conduit through homosexuality. Yeah, and I mean, like this, this, this has nothing to do with like you said being gay. Like this, this exact same argument can apply to Tinder or like other platforms that aren't strictly for 
like gay people like any no one under age should be in on any, any of these kind of these sites well i mean like yes tinder is dating but like i mean it's hookup. a relationship implies sexual true like it implies sexual no keep like this is just gross why do we have to say keep the kids off the fucking sex okay. apps like it's not this is not the worst tweet i can't find the actual tweet but this is the one i heard on the pod apparently he made a tweet saying that I, I don't I don't have the exact quotes. So I'll just paraphrase. He said something along the lines of, "It sucks being, uh, it sucks being beside noisy neighbors. I can't tell if it's a crying infant or just a very loud mo- woman moaning during sex. As if he can't Hello? tell the difference between a crying infant and a woman moaning. <laughs> I can't find the actual tweet, but that guy? was an, apparently a real tweet that he posted." So the former head of trust and safety, the guy that was supposed to be taking care of all the CP on the internet or on Twitter that wasn't being taken care of, um, was borderline um, supporting people under the age of consent doing things that they need to be over the age of consent to do with people older than them. Americans are so weird when it comes to like censorship. Sex, bad, violence, good. I, it's it's so fucked up. <laughs> like you can't show Pedro Pascal take his shirt off, but you can show Marlene <laughs> bleeding out. <laughs> like, That's the real injustice in society. Pedro Pascal <laughs> not having his shirt on, and I'm being no. But it's just like off. it's it's weird how like fucking Roman Catholic they are when it comes to sex, and then fucking anarchists when it or Satanists when it comes to violence. Sorry, mm. what Satanists are t- mm. typically depicted as. You know they're not like that. Yeah. Well, this guy's gone now because everyone ran away from Twitter when Elon Musk took over, so he's no longer part of Twitter. Uh, but, fuck, there's something I want to say. Yeah, he's he's just he's gone now, I guess. Um, but people actually like found his like LinkedIn or whatever, or well, it's easy to find his LinkedIn, and he became head of trust and safety with zero experience. Like his 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 apparently his LinkedIn is empty besides the fact that he was working for Twitter. Like they hired him straight out of a PhD in like sociology, I guess, or I don't know what the fuck that would be, gender studies. I don't know, like what would that fall under? But anyways. <laughs> saying that kids should go on grinder and somehow got a job at twitter with that he must have he must have had like a really good interview <laughs> he wasn't like what 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 qualifications does he have like i mean like i guess head and trust and safety you're not doing he's any like, educated yeah but and i guess you're not doing any like programming i guess as head of trust and safety i guess you're just like making policies more than implementing them but yeah. anyways, yeah, this guy is a weirdo, but he's gone now, so. I just, I I can't stop thinking about all the possibilities that we could have gotten from a new Scooby-Doo series. <laughs> Wasn't there like an, a one, like a, like one ongoing right now? Like for kids, obviously, like just on the kids channel or whatever. Like cartoon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's like always been a Scooby Doo series running. 
Can we not? I go? remember, like, I saw. Hold on, I saw a tweet saying, like, oh, I didn't know there like so many people were fans of Scooby Doo. Like, where did you all come from? And then somebody like quoted saying, like, it came with being a fucking North American. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about how disgusting the oh fuck what version of it is? Fuck, why is it not here? Hello. It's like a, it's like mid twenty tens. Girl, that's still... Oh, Be Cool Scooby-Doo. 2015 to 2018. We're like, well, disgusting that version, that animation is. Just look it up. Be cool. Yeah, I haven't... Uh... Be Cool Scooby-Doo. They literally made Scooby-Doo look like... Is this a thing? Yeah, it's a real sco- It's a real show. It lasted for three seasons. It was on Cartoon Network. It's ugly. <laughs> it also looks like Adult Swim. It looks like... like What's that show? It's not Family American Dad, the one with Roger. Yeah. It. Why do all the characters look like they're on different shows? Like Shaggy looks like he's supposed to be on like Gravity Falls. Daphne <laughs> looks like she's supposed to be on like American Dad. Fucking Fred looks like he's supposed to be. What is that art style? It's very. Big chin art style. <laughs> yeah. No. Big chin weird ear on the side of the head almost like um fairly odd parents but a little bit more detailed and then what the fuck does velma look like she belongs in velma looks like she belongs in like courage the cowardly dog <laughs> like she looks like the daughter of the the old lady and then scooby-doo and shaggy look like crackheads it looks like shitty f- shitty flash animation <laughs> Uh, it looks like, it actually looks like flash animation like like all cart like most cartoons are like flat but like yeah it just like it looks extra flat i don't know like it just yeah it looks extra one dimensional until two dimensional i guess it just looks it extra looks, flat it looks like it's a like series for adults no it was it was a it was a kid show it reminds me of um drawn together and they actually got uh, what's his name, like Shaggy from live action to do Shaggy mm-hmm. in this. Yeah, I feel like if you just like ask them to fucking do a Scooby, they're like, yeah, this is this is my one job. This is I'll, my whole I'll career. Be Shaggy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, for that one, like for the old voice of Shaggy, it was. It was like I think until he died, he was just Shaggy. <laughs> Mister Lava Lava. <laughs> Hello? Not that shaggy. <laughs> not, not that, that shaggy. shaggy. <laughs> uh, yeah, not that shaggy. <laughs> God. I think, like, if we want an adult Scooby-Doo, bring back the cast of, like, the, the Scooby-Doo live-action movie. Dude, they should make another live-action movie with the exact same cast. I don't care yeah, if they the all exact same cast. Make them old as shit. Make them <laughs> yeah, have to come exactly. back and solve some adult mystery. Like... That would be sick as fuck. Make Scooby look exactly the same, though. <laughs> like hell yeah! Don't improve the animation. The same like chunky two thousand. It doesn't have CGI. to be improved, dude. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It really didn't. I thought that Scooby was actually perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. What do they look like now? I know. I know what Shaggy looks like, and I know what the Fred looks like. What Velma and Daphne? I mean, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar has put on a little bit of weight, but she still looks good. I mean, she's Buffy, right? Yeah. Okay, they, fucking... they definitely wore wigs, I remember now, yeah. The bad oh, wigs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they still look great, all of them. 
yeah, they even do. Matthew Lillard, like they, they he would be shave that beard and he can come back as Shaggy. Yeah, he would have to wear a wig too again. Did he wear a wig in the other one? Or was that his real hair that he grew out? Um, I can't tell. I can no, tell yeah, it's it's it's, it. it's 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 that looks real. If I look at this and it's the most obvious wig. (laughs) It does look real. Okay, it does look fairly real. Yeah. (laughs) He was really hot as Shaggy. I completely forgot that Mr. Bean was in this movie. Yeah, Mr. Monovarius. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know your Scooby-Doo lore more than I do, man. (laughs) I think I watched it like maybe in November or December. Okay, that's why. Yeah, okay. I need to go back and oh, watch it, man. Because I just remember I like I posted this on Tumblr. I was like Velma voice, and then I said the Damon Ritus. Oh my God! <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. played in a fucking Hallmark movie in 2022. I mean, he's got the perfect face for it. Christmas with you. He really hasn't done anything <laughs> recently. Holy shit! He's like literally he did a movie this year, Christmas with you, and then. Hasn't made a movie since like 2004, 2006. He's still good looking. 2008. Still get it. This cast was perfect, I think. It was actually perfection. Definitely perfect. I love how they had a. What's. Like. uh, I don't know if she would have played a good Daphne. Uh, Like the actress that played Mary Jane. Emma Stone? No, Isla Fisher. Who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? She played no, the Scooby Doo movie, no. dude. Oh, the oh the oh okay. You thought she'd be a good Daphne? Oh, because of the red hair. Sorry, she was um, weed lady. What's her name? <laughs> weed Mary lady. Jane. I just said Mary Jane. You fucking idiot. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Hello, she married Sasha Baron Cohen. Hello, she's married to uh, fucking Borat. Borat, <laughs> the dictator, <laughs> the guy that almost gets killed in every fucking movie that he makes because he's a fucking bozo. <laughs> Scooby Doo, man, bring the cast back. Bring him back. Do a reunion. Are you excited for that yeah. other reunion that I sent you last night? Were you a big Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fan? No. You fucking loser. I watched it as a kid, but like as a kid kid, like before I um, well, gained consciousness. Well, I'm excited, so I'm going to talk about it on my okay. birthday. <laughs> they're doing a 30-year reunion. All, all the OGs minus the two that are unfortunately passed away. Yeah. Power Ranger Green and Power Ranger Pink. Wasn't one of them in prison, though? Maybe that one's missing too. I don't know. <laughs> but from, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, they're doing a reunion uh, on Netflix on April nineteenth. And by reunion, like, I think it's a like a like a full blown like episode reunion kind of thing. Not a not that a, would be sick as fuck. Not a like a sit down thing. I like think it's a gen- interview with the cast. Thing. No, no, I think it's like a genuine show. I think that would be fucking at least from like the behind the cool. scene clips I've seen. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, because in these pictures, they're all the shit, <laughs> and they're they're all gonna <laughs> don the suit once more, dude. I fucking and then Scooby Doo is gonna come in. They need to bring that style back of like TV show, 
it never left. It just got really shitty. Like the Flash, the CW. That's no. like what they're known for. No, no I know, but no, that's no. what they're known. That's what it's become. That's what shit like. No, 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 uh, no. Yes, no. any of those live action series. I listen. I know what you're. <laughs> none. Uh, half the shit on that show is CGI, and the effects are CGI. And the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is all like pyrotechnics and like slapping each other like in plastic suits. That that is never gonna happen again. It was amateur and expensive it wasn't amateur dude seeing fireworks blow up everywhere dude it was fucking insane it was awesome but and i agree with you it should come back but it's never going to happen again because cgi is cheaper barrels blowing up guys going flying is riverdale (laughs) practical effects the bad guys in like those huge like suits that look totally uncomfortable and like they couldn't see shit out of oh man are there any like live action shows for kids? Yeah, like, I genuinely don't know how how some of the actors fit in those suits. Man, those suits looked fucking uncomfortable as shit. Like what? Do, like what? If kids aren't watching Power Rangers, what are kids watching? <laughs> shit reruns. I mean, it's probably still playing. Let's be honest. True. It's probably just doing reruns. Live action shows for kids i'm like genuine like what are kids watching these days there's disney channel shit which is like yeah they'll never stop making live action shit. no because that again like it's one set it's a cast they learn their fucking script the night before and yeah they pump that shit out like uh there's a bunch of like those kids like shows like sesame street where it's like the puppets puppets but i mean like is there no more like stuff on tv that's like power rangers nah that's too uh that's too uh there's danger force i don't know what that is but it seems to be live action yeah it is back in back in my day we had uh danger force power rangers now they have austin and ally even that show was old isn't it i don't know never heard of it is there a <laughs> the show Channel is show. there a show on is there power rangers going on right now there has to be. It's one of those shows that keeps getting fucking rebooted. Yeah, 2017 had a Power Rangers Dino F- Dino Fury, or is that a movie? I don't Power know. Rangers Dino Fury. Dino Fury, 2017. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure they they, they keep doing like reboots, like and just slap a different title on it. Dino Fury, Mega Force, Ma- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, SPD, that was me, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I don't remember anything other than that. It came out in 95. I was born in 93, so... Truly born at the right time for that, huh? You got to see the the beautiful... Born at the perfect time to be a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fan. <laughs> Dude, you know what this is making me want to do? It makes me want to rewatch this show, and then also rewatch fucking the, the, the freaking... Uh, Adam West The Batman. movie that recently came out in the last, like, ten years... Adam West Batman. Yes, because I want to rewatch the animated series. It's the same so like style. It's all practical Kevin effects. Is anything minus the pow and the bams and all that on screen? But like, they would go flying over objects and shit like that. It was campy. that really says a lot about you, because like, you love fucking Power Rangers. You love like wrestling. You just love that style of entertainment. <laughs> 
I don't want fake shit, man. I want the real deal. <laughs> it's all fake. <laughs> I, know, it's all fake. <laughs> I know it's fake, but it's not CGI. <laughs> it's real <coughs> men throwing meat. Oh, send you some links. <laughs> Matt's interested now. Yeah. Oh, I've seen some like really hot Wait, was it? wrestling stuff on Tumblr. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Have you? Have, I, I swear, I've asked you. You've you've seen it all, right? All the Adam West Batman. No, you've never seen it at all. No, I've seen clips of it. Oh my god, we need to watch it. We need to watch it. We need to watch it. We need to watch right now. We're gonna end. We're gonna end the okay, I've literally right said like we should it. watch it together, and then you it got never happened. No, we have to do yeah. it. We have to do it, dude. Oh my god, you're gonna love it because it's 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 shitty. It's it's campy, but like. I know, I've seen clips of it. They do such a good job making it feel like a comic book, though, for the era that it was in. And I know you jerk off that kind of stuff, so you, you, you're going to love it. <laughs> you're going to love how comic booky it is. It's just fucking great. Truly one of the best Batmans ever made. <laughs> Truly going down in history as the best Batman. Okay, that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> top three for sure top three batman show for sure all right well let's end up this let's end this episode here so we can start watching it <laughs> okay oh my goodness let's do a question first question before you wrap question question gotta load it up though because we never yeah, come ready. i don't have them i don't have them open either you fucking idiot never ready <sighs> see this is what i put up with everyone <laughs> uh Oh, and I'm also just terrible at choosing. So here's a question. Here's a question that I want to ask because I always get people looking at me weird when I say when I answer this question. How many pairs of shoes do you own? Oh, that's the um, question for this week. Uh, this includes boots as well, like boots, any like shoes actively. <laughs> yeah, no, because okay, the, no, because the thing is like. I never throw out shoes. I never wear out shoes to the point that, like, oh man, I, I gotta throw these out. Like, but you can like, still I just don't get holes. In- give them away or still throw them out. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Actively, right now. Yeah, actively. I own. Um, they aren't collecting dust in your like little four year old like memories. Well, then box. one pair. But I also no no include your boots have, and not sandals. Yeah, well, like, I'm getting there. Because, like, I only wear that one pair of really comfy shoes. But, like, back in the day... You don't own boots? Uh, no, I have a pair of dogs. I don't have, like, winter boots. I'm, that's not my style. <laughs> like, dead ass. Not my style. It's not, it's, not, it's not style if you haven't realized you live in Canada, Matt. It's not a I matter know, of style. Sound, you're literally, like, quoting my dad verbatim. <laughs> you sound exactly like my father, and I am so attracted to you. Um, Hello? <laughs> <laughs> no, like I okay, I have a pair of What the fuck is Sigmund Fur like, doing in this fucking <laughs> I have a pair of black sneakers and then I have a pair of Doc Martens and I have a pair of black dress shoes. Back in the day okay, I so would that's... have multiple pairs of dress shoes that I would wear to work. That's three? Four? Yeah. Okay. Th- three. And yeah. you include your include your slippers in there for the sake of the argument here. Oh well I've got two pairs of slippers. Okay, so five. Sure. Okay. That's what I have too. I have basically okay. the same breakdown as you. I have sn- sneakers, boots, slippers, flip flops, 
and uh, actually six six because I have a pair of uh, I have two sets of dress shoes, so six. People look at me like I'm a weirdo when I have six, and not because I have too Why? many, because I have not enough. Apparently, everyone I've talked to apparently has like two dozen, two t- pairs of shoes. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but they have significantly oh, okay. more than six, and they find six low number. Mo- like most people think they you should have two to three pairs of just normal casual shoes. I feel like I should have another pair of like. Because the thing is, like, the shoes I have are kind of all-purpose. Like, I can work out in them or, like, go out in them. They're, like, black. They're sleek. They look fine. Like, presentable. If anything fancy were to come along, I do have a pair of dress shoes that I would wear. But, like, I could use another pair of sneakers for working out, like, running. Um, I want another pair of boots, but that's just because I don't like the color of the one I have. And, like, maybe another, like, actual, instead of a black dress shoe, maybe a brown dress shoe. So, like, I would only want six to eight pairs of shoes. Yeah, I would never want more than that either. Like, even back in the day when I was, like, dressing for fashion, I still only maybe had two or three pairs of, like, shoes shoes to wear out. Mm. Yeah. Who the fuck do you know has like all those feet? <laughs> Matt wants to get in touch with them. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, we should wrap here. It's been an hour, so. Wait, no. Like we talked about shoes. Now we talk about socks. Like how sweaty are your feet right now? Okay. This is different. This episode <laughs> of Mildly Ignorant Podcast. Make sure to ask your questions on our website, mildlyignorantpodcast.com, on Spotify. Uh, or on social media. We'll find it. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, our little social media revival is taking place. Not really, but we, we'll pretend. We'll try to be more engaged in the future, I say as I'm yawning. <laughs> You'll have nothing to do in two weeks, Matt. Then you can fully dedicate your time to expanding the reaches of our podcast. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with our celebratory episode 69. The one episode that matters the most. And until then. And then we're going to stop. Yeah. And that's the end of the podcast. Forever. Goodbye, everybody.